conferences, long agendas, big venues, always on your feet, barely getting to see the people that you want to see, and then, of course, the expense. Well, the three of us at Good Morning Hospitality are launching Good Morning Retreats. Our first retreat is this July 8th through the 10th at the Horse Hospitality Training School in Auburn, Alabama. If you go to goodmorningretreats.com, you'll find out more information about our first retreat that we're launching. We have already filled half the slots. We have 20 available and we have about 13 already filled. So make sure you go there, you apply, show your interest, and we'll get you all situated for our first ever Good Morning Retreat. Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast. And now back to the episode. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Hey everyone, I was hoping to get this message put together sooner, but things like this unfortunately take time to set up. I just want to say that the acts of war against Ukraine break my heart, and I know as a prior service member myself that my thoughts and prayers go out to everyone who's fighting the fight that they really shouldn't have to. That being said, we have been working behind the scenes with all of our podcasts and podcast partners to put a fund together in order to pay for any refugee housing and other needs that go alongside that, like food, water, and any clothing needs. Internally, many podcasts in the Hospitality FM network have voluntarily given up sponsorship money in order to donate to the cause and are working on a unified message in order to spread throughout all of our podcasts. So this is me calling out to all of our property manager friends, industry experts, and anyone knowing of those providing lodging for Ukrainian refugees seeking safety. You can contact me directly at will, with one L, W-I-L, at slicktalkmedia.com. We have an internal document that is being updated in real time. So if anyone could share this message within your network, we'd greatly appreciate it. I'm also placing in the show notes a link to our GoFundMe and landing page for Rentals to Rescue. That's rentals.torescue.com, where we're putting funds together in order to, again, provide finances for any of these lodging and relocation needs. So thank you so much for tuning into this quick message. I hope you guys are all well and safe, as I know we have tons of listeners in Ukraine and other countries in in Europe. So thank you so much for tuning in and I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Good morning. How are you doing? Big Monday. Big Monday. Uh, yeah. How's the weekend? Good weekend. Everyone have fun. It was it was amazing. It was sunny. I was like in the swimming pools. I was check it once. Atlantis, Atlantis Hotel in Dubai. I was like, it was fun. Atlantis, was, uh, Atlantis, Atlantis Dubai. in Bahamas, but I'm sure it's quite different. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of the. It looks a bit the second. I think it's the same kind of style, the same ownership. It was Twice uh, expensive. Please. Oh, man, I don't talk about this. You just—I was happy, but <laughs> just different topic. No, I'm happy I got well paid for this podcast. Otherwise, it will really uh, will be tough. 
Amen. At least someone gets paid. <laughs> must be nice. Um, well, because, well, we're making money because of all the NFTs. Okay, we'll talk about this later. Well, I was going to say, speaking of NFTs, speaking of Bahamas, I, we never got to show off our NFT last week, which was um, this one, the, the amazing, you know, sunshiny uh, beach and drinks. Uh, so I'm super excited to obviously show off that. And then, of course, show since it is a Monday, Michael Ross's, or not Ross's, oh my gosh, not enough coffee. Uh, Michael Golden's favorite day of the week. Uh, we're going to announce another NFT, you know, just for you know, shits and giggles. Here we go. We got the James Bond, you know. What up? Ah, that's cool. That's Look so at cool. So handsome. When so is handsome. this going to happen? Just, this should I'm be posted when you're winning the award for best podcast in, in hospitality, right? And we should celebrate in a tuxedo like this. When is it going to happen? I'm down for it. We'll have it happen. First, we have to well, be slick, slick talk, but yeah, we, we, yeah, we can I didn't go. notice it at the beginning, but I'm the shortest of that, the, the three <laughs> people. It just makes no sense because in real life. It's because my hair. I have, I have so much volume in my hair. You're 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 technically taller. It's just a taller you will not even fit in the picture, Michael. So I'm happy you just. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You are the tallest one in the group, though. That's that's true. We're gonna have uh, to redo all of these NFTs to be. Everyone that's bought one, you have to resell them back to us, and we have to restart. Just kidding. Yeah. Um. Anyways, go buy an NFT. You become a sub sponsor. Speaking of sub sponsors, uh, let's give a big shout out to Enzo Connect out in Canada. They're doing great things in the industry. Uh, so that's a big shout out. They bought ten of our ten of our NFTs. So we're seeing their name quite a lot uh, on the show. Um, but before we get into any of our segments on what's with the noise, start of the week, uh, I think it's about time for a message from our sponsors at Breezeway. What do you guys think? .io slash GMH. Slash GMH. Let's do it. Meet Breezeway, the leading platform for property care and cleaning operations. Built to coordinate, communicate, and verify all the work done at each property so you can deliver a better experience to guests and owners. Breezeway syncs your property data and reservations into one user-friendly dashboard, taking the guesswork out of scheduling jobs to the right person at the right time. Teams in the field use mobile checklists to get their work done, letting you monitor issues and progress in real time, giving you confidence that every job is done right and every property is clean, well-maintained, and ready. Smart tools to make complex work much easier. Best of all, Breezeway integrates with dozens of PMS systems and IoT devices, so you can optimize your property service programs without switching the systems you already use. Nice. Breezeway has an entire messaging platform too, for texting automated service updates, communicating with guests and residents, and offering additional services like extended stays. Delivering quality property care and service is challenging. Breezeway has you covered each step of the way with tools like detailed owner reporting, safety inspections, and inventory tracking. You'll drive more service revenue, save thousands on operation costs, and boost client satisfaction. It's time to power your property care with Breezeway. Go to breezeway.io to learn more. I'm not going to lie. I've seen a lot of uh, video ads like that for companies, and they're never really that good. But that's one of my favorite ones. I, I truly do love it. So We see it so, every week, and it's so good. It's still good. I, I I don't get bored of it. So I'm just, never. you know, I'm a big fan. As, uh, as long as they sponsor, I will never get bored of it. If only our video content <laughs> was so good. If only our what? Our video content was so good. 
our video content's great. So I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so I think we need to get to one of our favorite sections, which is what's with the noise. We love seeing grandma every week. Uh, Golden, you ready to rock and roll or what? Yeah, let's do it. All right. If you haven't heard about Hopper yet, I'm sure you have this week. So Hopper uh, is now officially in the homes division, in the homes game, competing with Airbnb and Verbo and, and booking. So Hopper is definitely more catered or, or suited towards the millennial Gen Z since it is only app driven. There is no dashboard or, or website. Uh, but congrats to the team over at Hopper. Excited to see what uh, what you guys do with the home space. Yeah, the start of the week is, uh, is special. I just shared with the guys before that here in Dubai, I'm apartments. I'm renting actually stuff because you just don't have it. And then actually, found out Mount, amazing company. It's actually a simple platform that lets you actually as a property owner upsell amenities in your in your rental. So uh, yeah, congrats. So if you want to rent, for example, bike, scooter, kayak, whatever, they can they can uh, you can rent it there. So if you're staying somewhere so as the owner, you can make more money. But as as a as a user, you can get your equipment. So uh, and maybe it's even cooler that we have them actually today in the show. So that's a surprise. So uh, I will say bring them on. Welcome, Maddie. Long time no see. Long time no see. Oh, no. Thanks this for is having so me. special. This is the first time I start of the week. It's also directly in the show. That is. Yeah, we've never had them before. Yeah, never. No. Never had you in the show before. So very excited. Um, uh, for a lot of people that don't know uh, on this side, on this show, uh, we have a very good listenership on the podcast side. We have a couple that like to tune in live on the stream, but. Um, Maddie was a guest on Slick Talk first, uh, sometime what last year or the year before? It's almost been two years. Yeah, probably that long. Crazy early days, huh? Yeah, <laughs> very early. <laughs> I think we met in the very beginning of 2020, and then we had an episode not too long after. Anyways, great friends after after the show, and then of course we got to meet at VRMA uh, this last October um, in person, which was super exciting because it was just like this big pent up demand and energy of like getting connect, uh, to connect with people. Um, but yeah, we're super excited to have you on the show. And so just to have you jump right in, uh, for those who didn't listen to your interview with me on Slick Talk, what is Mount and what have you guys built over the last, I don't know, you know lifespan of your guys' company? Yeah, so Mount is a uh, basically ancillary revenue upsell company. Uh, so software platform that allows short-term rental hosts to take whatever you have in your garage probably a bike, a scooter, golf cart, kayak, paddleboard, depending where your property is. And we allow you to list it on our platform. And then anyone with the Mount app can come and rent it. So your guests nearby, uh, other guests staying at different properties, and you're making all of that money for the month. Um, so we've been doing that probably for the last, last year. We studied like 15 different hosts in various geographical locations, different types of amenities to really figure out how upsells work, 
what travelers want because the mindset for them is super different um, and really got to this place now where we know exactly what's going to make you as a host successful and we're here to help you do it. I love it. I love it. And that's one of the big things. Uh, I think a couple of weeks ago, I chatted with uh, David Jacoby from Hostfully and we we're talking about the industry report that they did uh, for 2021. And the biggest thing that revenue or not revenue managers, but the uh, biggest thing that property managers weren't doing to grow uh, revenue was they were doing everything from, you know, scaling inventory, raising the rates, doing all this other stuff. But the one thing they weren't doing was upsells. They were no one focused on any revenue during the stay. They're only focused on nightly rate or post day to get them, you know, and, and short term rental people are staying longer, spending more like the the amount of revenue that they're spending in markets is higher. So I, I was at a hotel conference last week and something that kept coming up repetitively was in hotels was ancillary revenue. So yep. anyone who's traveled during COVID, you're probably not getting a mid-stay clean. There's probably a, a reduced kitchen and, and all of that. But CEOs of these big companies were, were saying, we're probably never going to go back to mid-stay cleans because we can, if someone wants it, we'll charge 25 bucks for it. Mm -hmm. uh, and then it's ancillary revenue, right? Uh, or at least covers their costs. Um, so, you know, there's there's a, a whole world of what hotels are used to doing, and there's a whole world of what short-term rentals have never done. Mm -hmm. um, you know, every year I, I host a little group of short-term rental folks, and we travel to a market, and we piece everything together. We find a chef, we find transportation, we have someone help us book activities and and none of it has ever been offered through the host that we stay with which is which is wild um but yeah maddie we love love what you're building and uh curious what like some of the best sellers are right now and what you think some of the best sellers will be in the future yeah you know it's really interesting because because of the pandemic actually pretty much everyone out there bought an electric bike. Like that was the biggest ticket item for people. And I think everyone's like, oh my gosh, this is fantastic. I'm going to use it. <laughs> and then they realized they use it maybe once a month and yeah. it, they paid like two, three grand for it. Uh, so that's the biggest amenity people list right now. And I think it also speaks to the type of traveler because, you know, short-term rentals get anyone nowadays that's really young from the millennial traveler all the way up to maybe a boomer. Um, anyone's willing to hop on an electric bike. So that also is helpful. I mean, yeah. people list electric scooters and then you uh, decrease your demographic of people who are willing to get on that because they're a bit more dangerous. Um, so that's been really interesting to and see. And if you have one in a house, you, you probably need four, right? Like exactly. Yeah. So they list the one they have and then they purchase the extra uh, on the platform. So that's been cool to see as well. Um, hotels do the same thing, actually. They just don't want to be the ones running it. So they bring in yeah. others to do it. But p hotel guests really like hopping on uh, electric bikes also. Is that a liability reason or what? Um, you know, it's interesting. I just, so actually from the hotel industry, what we've seen is a lot of them, especially when I was in Hawaii, charge an amenity fee per night. And that's just something the guest, you know, has to pay. But right now for amenities, because of COVID, they probably have a pool, a gym, at spas. The same that they had for free before yeah. they had amenity fee. Yeah. And the guest is like, well, okay, why am I paying this amenity fee? So now the hotel is in hot water and they're like, what can I bring on to make this fee actually uh, reasonable and have mm -hmm. people want to pay it? Um, so electric bikes comes to mind for them. Uh, kayak paddleboard rentals, beach equipment. Uh, they just don't have the manpower right now to operate it. 
So they bring in basically a co-host um, to run the operations. Um, so it really is more a staffing issue than anything. Yeah, they're really issues because of COVID because, you know, there's a staffing shortage everywhere. So they just can't bring in extra personnel. But the yeah. ownership of the of the items, is it, uh, is it mostly the host or also is it just different people renting out their equipment and then it can be still as an as an upsell to the mini, to the uh, yeah, I, it depends what kind of host you want to be. You can host your own amenities. Mm -hmm. uh, you could partner with your your uh, host next mm -hmm. door and have them list the amenities and drive your guests. Okay. Um, yeah. Have you ever advised or would you recommend people just having an amenity fee? And so that's the new thing with testing. Okay. Yeah, because we had some issues. I mean, it's really frustrating to show up as a traveler. I've experienced this and try, they try and nickel and dime you. They're like, all right, it's 25 bucks for firewood. You're like, I just paid this massive nightly fee plus a cleaning fee plus a service fee. Um, uh, Airbnb doesn't have that feature yet, which is unfortunate. They don't have an amenity fee feature. Uh, but I think if you were just knowing that you're paying for that upfront and you get there and everything's free, but it has all these cool toys, maybe a, like a wave runner too. Um, your guest experience is that much elevated. So your five-star reviews are going through the mm -hmm. roof. Uh, you're probably beating out the competition that's next door and you have guaranteed revenue. Now you don't have to like work for it when your yeah. guest gets there. But you so think uh, eventually Airbnb will also add it by itself? You think so? Or are they working more than with partners like you to take care of the, uh, of the process, operational parts, finding uh, supply equipment? Or do you think they would just might move into this by themselves? You know, what we want them to do is uh, create that tab, which would be an amenity fee. So that mm -hmm. comes up in the, your receipt. But mm -hmm. I don't think they'd ever want to take on the management of all of the assets. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, these, uh, I agree, like, but I would also, yeah. Airbnb gets raked through the coals for all of the fees, right? Yeah. So yeah. I, <laughs> click, click. Yeah, click. I'm, I'm not sure they're going to be eager to add another line item. Yeah. So is it something you can like hide in the the nightly rate or well, how are gonna, you guys going to get a cut on that if it's hidden in the nightly rate? Yeah. I mean, honestly, we're still figuring it out. The nightly rate could be interesting. I think it's like an opt in, opt out, like opt into the amenity fee, have them free and get a massive discount, opt out. And now you're going to have to pay when you show up. Okay. Yeah, Do you think it could also work opposite if you show, for example, my wife is into stand-up paddling, for example, okay, I look at a place where I can actually go, where it's a lake and where I can get a, a sub, where I can get a subboard. So, and then actually you just do different opposite search, right? Instead of first uh, the accommodation. Exactly. And then exactly. check if they indeed have this board. But then in that case, you just check, okay, which suppliers there are, which host can actually facilitate this, this board for, for her. That'd be yeah. awesome. Yeah. What, yeah. Who has a wave runner and a crib? Exactly. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true. This will be super cool. Instead of like check them all one by one, if you can, can if they offering this option. Well, I was well Michael, say you you know exactly what we're doing. You spoke too soon. That feature will be launching probably in like March or April, where you can go on our website and like search amenities and find find the properties. Nice. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. Uh, can, it goes into the like whole Airbnb update. You know, they just created all these new amenities and searchable items, right? Which is I think going to be the direction like as you guys are predicting or seeing it, that it's like all right let's just create an amenity search where people that want jet skis or boats or electric scooters whatever um can can find it based off of that which is very interesting and i was going to say on the property management software side depending on who you use you can actually create a, a, a like resort or a management fee inside and then it does get baked in the nightly rate so like if i knew exactly how much um amount was gonna how much i was gonna have to pay 
regards to you know using mount as a service and then all this other stuff that you can actually calculate it and put it into the property management software but it does make it an unoptimal um item so like every guest booking would be paying for it, whether they use it or not so that's exactly. interesting I don't want to skip over something you just said, Maddie. Are are you building a booking platform that has your booking based on amenities, or are you just redirecting them to your customers? <laughs> are you taking a booking fee? No. Or a meta fee? You should be. We just, should be. No, right now it's just like bookings, an extra channel, um, which is something that people like because I feel like a lot of short-term rental uh, hosts are trying to get into direct booking and creating these websites. So that's what we're gonna be doing is like, if you search for an electric bike in California, the hosts that have mount amenities would come up and then it would actually direct you to the direct bookings site. Um, you gotta take yeah. some sort of fee on yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> great ideas. This is this is very helpful. Well, that's <laughs> to, the, to the direct booking platform, that's the, the issue with the most of the departments, uh, right? Is the, uh, the direct booking channel. So you direct them to an OTA or an Airbnb or you just still, if they have an own booking platform to them directly. Direct them to their home page. Yeah, not Airbnb. Don't let them take their fee. Yeah, direct booking link. But this is simple. Uh, then you should do can do it easy by yourself with an integration, right? The ICAL and you're there. Okay, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we know where we're going in one year. Right. We, should just, we should invite you next year for sure. We'll have a day. <laughs> cool. When this feature is launched, we'll, we'll cover it on what's with the noise. Perfect. Yeah. like writing all this down as as we're on the episode just like don't forget. but the, but then it will be then it will be scale up of the week so it will be different uh segment definitely different good but so um, how many markets are you in right now and are you looking at since hotels aren't doing this themselves are you looking at how to to partner up with them yeah, it's interesting. We're probably in 14 markets at this point, but we're not really geographically constrained. So we'll take on a, an amenity anywhere, really, as long as it's like we're going to tell you if it's not going to work, essentially. <laughs> uh, but most of the time it does. I think for hotels, what we figured out was interesting with our platform is we've had professional fleet managers, uh, basically, who know how to operate four to six electric bikes or electric scooters. And they'll come in as like co-hosts essentially. So they'll have the fleet and then they'll partner with our hotel people. And then the hotel gets a cut of the revenue, that co-host gets a cut of the revenue. Um, and then everyone gets access to the amenities. So we didn't design the platform like that, but it is interesting to see how people use it. Do you, because it do you have any of those motorized so surfboards? What was that? Do you have any of those motorized surfboards? Oh my gosh, not yet, but those are super <laughs> cool. <laughs> I got to figure out how to use that first before we list those. Yeah. I hear they're pretty hard, actually, but it, it looks fun. But you see people thinking as professionals, okay, I'm just buying whatever 50 of those scooters and just list them on your platform. You think it's going to happen as well instead of like individual people, just I have a few left. So I'm going to rent them out. Do you see this also make it become professional, like rent out companies that just use your platforms like you? Just like what Turo did, right? Or what Airbnb yeah. did. Yeah, kind of like what Sonder did with Airbnb. Like, mm -hmm. you know, Airbnb was the platform and then all these professional companies yeah. popped up and then went public. Um, yeah, that would be super cool if that happened. That is kind of what we're seeing with those. I call them co-hosts, but I guess they're more professionally managed amenities. Um, yeah, people, I think, are starting to realize that these amenities, if operated properly, can make a ton of money. Um, you do have to put in more effort, though, if you want to make more money as things go. Uh, yeah. So it depends what type of host you want to be. But if you want to be a host with, you know, cornering the market in Dallas or whatever and have 50 of the electric bikes and 
partner with the Airbnb host. I don't see why not. Seriously. And that's why I see a lot of like Airbnb hosts or property managers doing now. They're just buying Teslas or some kind of vehicle. Right. And then they're like, Hey, this is in the garage. It's not free to use, but if you rent it on Turo, like here you go, here's our Turo link or whatever. You guys are kind of becoming that, but for the more fun activities uh, in the sense of, you know, electric scooters or surfboards. And I bet the best part about your job founding this company is that you get to test out everything. So you get to go play for fun. (laughs) Absolutely. I get to go see all the Airbnb hosts. I mean, the community is built in already. And I think the hosts are just much more community oriented than hotels. So yeah. uh, so this would be super easy for like a Sonder to do, right? Like the, the entire building, it is shared amenities. Yeah, yeah you basically have your, uh, I, I guess you could call it like an amenity locker or something, which would typically be like your bike storage room for uh, multifamily. Bike. Mail room, yeah. Yeah, turn something that makes no money into like a money maker. Yeah. But now it's only transaction focus. Do you like, for example, I think you got Grover, maybe it's also there. They just actually, you just can also take a membership where you're taking a subscription on something. This is something looking into, for example, could be that the host, right? So the host is paying a monthly fee and he's renting a few surfboards or renting some scooters to you. Yeah, exactly. It can work always. Uh, the thing I think that's interesting is like insurance is a really um, mm-hmm. hard thing to figure out. That's why I bet that's why people didn't really upsell in 2021 because mm. that's the biggest objection we get is like, I want to list a bike, but like, I'm very afraid. Yeah. Um, so we've helped figure that piece out, but I think that's kind of why this is a bit untapped right now is because an insurance policy is it's really expensive for these type of amenities if you do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, can I ask, what's what's been the, obviously, I think I know the answer that hosts or Airbnb short-term rental is a lot easier to get to you know, adopt something like this compared to a hotel, uh, whether it's boutique or branded. Um, but in the sense of, you know, like we all know, like I don't know why hotels always like when in the past they would, you know, I was a hotel manager. So like, I don't know why we change the sheets every day for a guest that was staying for three nights. Like that's such a waste of yeah. you know labor, such a waste of, of all the other stuff that goes into the cost of flipping a room and doing a stayover service. Um, so they're, they're losing out on these, all, all this like revenue and during their slow season, depending on where they're at, their rates are pretty abominable. Like in the sense of super low, super unprofitable, they're just doing it for occupancy. Um, so with something like this, what have you seen in the sense of adoption on the hotel side? What's the biggest pushback? What's something that you guys have to, to really get like to change that mindset? Is it because they're so sometimes not, I can't put everyone in that box, but so old school in the sense of how they used to run things and do things versus Airbnb and short-term rental hosts. Yeah, I think that's it. It's, um, the biggest thing we've seen is that with a, a hotel, unless it's a boutique hotel, that's just owned and operated by like an individual, mm-hmm. uh, you have to have so many decision makers and yeah, they, they are not innovative thinking right now. Um, yeah. Plus they don't want to purchase electric bikes. They're like, can you just come in and do it for us? <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. With the Airbnb host, they really see, I think the dollar signs and they're like, I have this property. I'm going to make the most of it. And I'm going to get every single piece of revenue I can for a hotel. I feel like they're like, cool. We have guests. It works. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Ross will finance the purchases of these things to you for a low, low rate, and you can disperse these to the, the <laughs> highest demand markets. Exactly. Have, have you thought about, or is it possible to book a private chef or a, is that, is that through you guys or? Not yet, but really I started Mount with the intention of making it very experience oriented. The whole reason this happened was because I was in Amsterdam in an Airbnb 
and our host gave us bikes. And I was feeling very lost when I got there as like a classic US tourist who like doesn't belong and really sticks out. And then we hopped on the bikes and immediately felt immersed in the culture. And I was like, okay, everyone needs to feel like this when they travel. Um, mm -hmm. And so that's kind of how this was born. And I was like, how do we make this more experience focused than just giving them a bike? Like let's drive them to the local restaurants, the local uh, shops and not just like the tourist traps. Um, so, so we'd like to get to a place where the host can basically that, you know, the host is like a wealth of knowledge. I feel like everyone knows that, but we need to give them an outlet to express that knowledge. Um, and so that's kind of what Mount hopes to be is like, Hey, if you have that friend who's a local chef, list them as an amenity and they can book directly through you. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It, it's a great amenity. Like, and private chefs, if you've got a group of people, it's not that expensive. It's not that much more, if any, more expensive than going to a nice restaurant. Yeah. And I mean, it's delicious. You're having that local experience. And that's kind of the reason I feel like a lot of people travel is for that experience. Um, well, you know, you're not just going to go eat pizza. <laughs> we talked about many times that in like the last two years, you see the innovation mostly in the whole short-term rental hotels, where in my opinion, we're standing pretty still. I think the way still in the hotels, if you look at the upsell, it's super limited, right? You see, there's a few who's doing something, but most of the hotels even here, it doesn't matter. They just, they have scooters outside, they get the spa, whatever. There's almost no up. So you think hotels are not behind uh, short-term rent and innovation. And for example, also like with, with services like you. I think yes, behind, but I think it's interesting. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but it seems to me like the markets are blended and mm -hmm. hotels are becoming yeah. more of these like apart hotels where it's like more of a short-term rental. Um, yeah. But I do think the traveler mindset changed also where like it, they, they realized how nice it is to have like a kitchen uh, yeah. and not just, you know, a bed to sleep in. Um, 100%. So, well, yeah. I was going to say, do you think for, for you guys as a, as a platform, the more, the more the future does go that way of a blended accommodation where it's no longer just hotel or just short-term rental, it really becomes that intermix. Uh, do you think, you know, I think Michael, you know, touched on a good point is that, you know, like services like a private chef or um, other things that are super hard to, as like a host, like for us, like to do it, we have to go through a bunch of little hoops just to get it set up. And then, you know, you always have to worry about the communication between the service provider or, or whatever it may be. So for you guys, you know, what does the future look like when it comes to like that click, click done model and mindset? Cause like, that's what the traveler wants, right? That's why they book on Airbnb and other platforms is that their information's already there. They just have to select the dates and hit book now. Um, so what's uh, what does that look like for you guys? We're trying to make everything as easy as possible. So the interesting background for Mount is that we came from the micro mobility world. So we uh, were launching scooters and like that chaos, but learned that, you know, you just need to scan a QR code to start everything. So that's the mindset we brought to this. Um, and that's kind of what we're doing. We are now going a step further to make it even easier for the host and the traveler where instead of having to download an extra app, which would be ours, and then put in more credit card information, we're actually just integrating with like your property management system or your front facing guest app, whether it be DAC or Operto or whatever it may be. Um, so that, you know, you arrive and it just has a little mountain button now, as opposed to our app. And you can just be like, cool, these are all my amenities. I have all my information in here. You just click rent and you're good to go. I love um, that. Yeah. So. Moving into the API, just at the end, make yourself available with API and just to integrate as much as possible. This is also a bit, if you see how you see the future. Absolutely. Yeah. We're creating this like repeatable process um, so that integrations can happen right now. They take so much time. We want ours to happen mm -hmm. in like a few weeks, 
But what we're doing and what we realized going back to like how the markets are melding is that every single type of property in real estate operates with a property management system from multifamily to office to malls to short-term rentals. Um, so if we can create a repeatable process in short-term rentals, you know, it's a repeatable process in every single uh, vertical. Um, so mountain amenities awesome. could be anywhere. <laughs> Amazing. Are you funded already? Yes. Oh my gosh. Um, we're, yeah, we uh, just recently ah, closed our, our round of funding. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, well done. But you can fund all the assets. Already? <laughs> it, it's out, yeah. <laughs> I'll, do the, I'll do the baby part because I just, I, since I'm in here, I rented three times. I could buy a free baby because if you do something with baby, I will find it. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I was living in Hawaii and we rented a kayak uh, from just a shop. You had to like drive and go pick up your kayak. They strapped it to your That's car cool. and then you drive to the beach. And then we got back because we didn't have a watch and the shop had closed. And we oh, were no. stuck with the kayak for like 24 hours driving around the islands. <laughs> Oh, and I'm like, this amazing. is just a hazard yeah. for everyone involved. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nobody I wins. That. I really love it. Yeah. yeah. Are you right, entering Matt, Europe already? Not yet. We're hoping to get there soon. Um, yeah. Would love Which to city first? Uh, probably Spain would be our first target. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right, Maddie. Everyone, all of our guests go through a quick rapid fire. So answer, answer the questions as, uh, as quickly and succinctly as possible. Yes or no answers usually. Just to get to know you a little bit better. All right. <laughs> Beach or mountain? Mountain. Beer or wine? Beer. Um, night owl or, or early morning? Early morning. Will? Tacos or pizza? Oh, tacos. <laughs> uh, Airbnb or hotel? Oh, Airbnb all the way. <laughs> Airbnb or Verbo? Oh my gosh. Or Hopper. Oh man. <laughs> that one's gonna get me in some trouble. No. <laughs> Verbo. Hot take. <laughs> All right. Interesting. Okay. Uh, so serving or ton of pedaling? Serving. Yeah. Okay, yoga or Pilates? Oh, Pilates. Okay. Amsterdam or Denver? Amsterdam or Denver? Yeah. Oh, Denver. <laughs> Ski or snowboard? Oh, snowboard. IPO or sell? IPO. <laughs> All right. Oh, she's in it for the long haul. I like it. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. Well, the last segment, Will, do you have one ready? No, we no. don't. We're not doing it this week. I oh. have nothing for you. Uh, we normally, we do a game called uh, Whose Brand Is It Anyways? Because there's so many brands in the hotel world. Yeah. Uh, I don't have one today. Honestly. What is what is your favorite brand? Mine. Hotel brand. Yeah. Um, oh gosh, it's really putting me on the spot there. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I haven't stayed at a hotel in like so long. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> the first season. Saunder. Lighthouse. Marriott. My favorite. Well, I'm. I just said it yesterday in the Atlanta. I just love this place. It just this is magical with the fish and everything. But that's not a brand. Oh, yes. if, I, if I pick a brand, I'll always pick IHG because the first big hotel chain who joined Bedroom. So I was always uh, yeah, it was special as it. I was the first one who joined. What so that's brand with IHG brand. with brand. I think Indigo, Indigo. Yeah, yeah. That's the boutique style uh, brand. Yeah. Will. What one with the IHG? No. What's your favorite brand? <laughs> what. 
Why is that even a question? It's Marriott all Marriott. the way. Yeah. <laughs> There's got to be a favorite property type, though. Not all Marriotts oh, are. Why, why Amer Americans always choose American hotels? They always think R and D Sheraton's. Oh, I'm, I'm a big fan of the 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 W. Like it's just a good experience, and it's a like it's Love a very it's inviting. It's for cool people like you. you Ace, know? Ace is really cool. Yeah. Ace and the W. Yeah, 100. percent So it's just a it's it's more gotta like have a good restaurant, good cocktail yeah. bar. Yeah, it's more It's like more community, more community friendly. Like if you go to a courtyard, everyone just like goes to their room and doesn't want to talk unless they're getting coffee in the morning. Uh, but if you go to like a W, you show up at like 5 p.m. It's cocktail time. People are, are looking good. They're feeling good. You know, they're on the lobby getting ready. So it's always fun. Can't complain. Perfect. Awesome. Any parting oh. comments, Maddie? Yeah. No, this was a fantastic conversation. I hope that upsells become a bigger thing this year, but <laughs> hopefully more people tap into the revenue. What's your, sure. before, uh, before we let you go, actually, I do have one last question. What is your biggest prediction for 2022 inside of hospitality and travel uh, regards to short-term rentals, hotels? Like we touch a lot of trends, you know, the blend of hotel, STR, uh, upsells, all this other stuff. And two things are off limits. You can't say subscriptions. And you can't say ancillary revenue. Perfect. <laughs> um, I'm a big believer that the uh, the blend is going to happen. Like, I'm very fascinated with these things called apart hotels in Europe. I don't know if that exists in the U.S. yet, but I feel like that definitely should. Um, so that and then I think the the millennial nomadic traveler is just going to continue to get bigger and really drive further innovation. Um, Are you millennial or Gen Z? Oh, I'm like right on the border. I'm 1997, so I think I'm a, a Gisenial or whatever that word. <laughs> How do you feel? What do you feel? Uh, I identify with both in different ways. Yeah, I like the the wokeness of the Gen Z mindset. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say for for the um, shoot, what was my question? I'm having a brain fart. Oh well, it's not important then. Um, well, thank you so much, Maddie, for being on the show. Obviously, we're big fans of you and Mount and what you're building. Um, thank you. Yeah, it's uh, it's been incredible to watch your journey. And you've you've done quite a few different like not pivots, but you know just the way you guys started with Mount to now being like this platform with integrations with Operto. You know, shout out to them uh, and all this other stuff. It's going to be really cool to watch. So very excited, very excited for you. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. This was a blast. Always love talking. Perfect. Well, good luck. All again next week.